This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Chali Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver. Between the holiday markets and New Year's Eve parties, there are tons of cool things going on around Denver this month. But how do you make the most of it all? That's why me and producer Olivia Jewell Love are here to share our best bets for your Denver December. Today is Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. Producer Olivia Jewell Love, good morning. Good morning, Bree. How are you today? Today. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. Uh, it, we're in the midst of my favorite time of the year. Yes. So the Bree season. I'm a, I'm a holiday girly. Oh, she's a holiday girly. <laughs> are you a holiday girly? I'm a anytime festive girly. If there is mm. something to be celebrated, I'm here. If there's okay. a theme, I'm here. Decorations, yes. It's true. You are the aesthetics queen. I love I festive. I love festive. So yes, I love it. It's great. Will you really quick tell me about your Advent sock? Yes. Calendar? Yes. So every year since I've been like, I don't know how old, a child, childhood, my aunt has made me a customized Advent calendar makes it she makes it this like string of stockings so they're these little socks and every day I open a sock and it's a little it's a little present and you know like the advent calendars are often like chocolate or whatever but she puts a present in everyone so it's just a little thing that she finds for me it's but she does it all year long she collects like little things that you know she thinks I would like so it's just the most personal and nicest it's tradition the, it's amazing it's the best part of december i love it it's honestly the nicest thing <laughs> i like this take on an advent calendar oh. what's your aunt's name katie you gotta give her aunt katie shout out aunt katie i have i have cool aunts too aunt karen aunt aaron aunt kelly what's up aunt shout Barbara. out to them yeah <laughs> I, I just wanted to talk a little about tradition because well, like when I was going through uh, the calendar, trying to find things, looking at like, what would I want to do this month? I was thinking about traditions, building in traditions for Montgomery, you know? So that's kind of what I, my mindset going into this. Um, so we're just going to be sharing our top three things we found or we've decided are the thing we really want to do this month in December. Let's start with your picks. What's your first one, Olivia? Yes. So... This one I got the privilege to cover last year when I was working at Colorado Community Media um, up in one of my favorite places, Georgetown, G-Town, G-Town girly. Uh, (laughs) um, So we're going to go to the Georgetown Christmas Market. Um, this, uh, This is a magical Christmas market because you are up there 
in the mountains. It is snowy. Georgetown is just such a whimsical little town and is right in the heart of it. So um, we've the first weekend has already happened. So the second weekend is happening this weekend, December 9th and 10th. And um, it's the 63rd annual one. And so there, wow. I know it's been happening for a long time and it's free admission and they have horse-drawn carriages. They have a children's procession um, from St. Lucia's, 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 I don't know, Latin, Latin moment, <laughs> but um, they have this children's procession where the kids walk with like little costumes and they walk, Santa comes and there's live music, food, and all these amazing vendors from all over Colorado that have handmade goods, you know, crafts, all sorts of things. I went last year to cover it and I also got a big, big chunk of my Christmas shopping done. Found so many amazing, unique gifts from artisans all over the state and just super unique stuff and really, really mm. like quality gifts. I love this recommendation because Georgetown's less than an hour drive on I-70. So it's totally doable. Any, You know what I mean? You can go up there for the day. You can go up for a couple of hours. Also, it kind of sounds like a Hallmark It town. is. It is 100% you know what I mean? your Hallmark day. And, you know, there's there's lots more to do up there, too. When I went up last year, I made sure to hit up the little Georgetown Coffee and Tea when I was there. It's a nice little coffee shop right in the heart of where Cute. everything's happening. And if you're lucky enough to get tickets to the Georgetown Loop Railroad, shout out to them. Oh, yeah. They know I love them. Um, they have a holiday train where you can see lights and stuff on the train. Whimsical. So good. Love it. It's just the most Christmassy thing you could do. And it's it's super close and accessible and just straight shot up I-70. So worth it. So if you want like the immersive mountain yes. town Christmas experience, Georgetown is your spot. Yep. And less than an hour away. So perfect. Okay. What's your next pick? So another fun kind of mountainy one um, is Ice Fest happening in Evergreen. So this one's, this one's even closer, but you're still going to get that taste of Hallmark um, that is important to me for my Christmas time. So I love I love being around like snow and the little like lodgy looking stuff. So Evergreen, you know, is super close, but it's, super close. it still feels like a little slice of the mountains, even though yeah. it's like 30 minutes away. So Ice Fest happens on New Year's Eve on December 31st from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Evergreen Lake. And so this is like a family event. Um, there's it's there's no like alcohol happening. So this is ice skating, hockey, broom ball, all this stuff is happening on Evergreen Lake. The cool thing about Evergreen Lake is that it's the largest outdoor Zamboni groomed ice skating rink in North America. <laughs> Fun fact, kind of random, but it's so a, it gets it gets treated it as gets, yes. indoor ice rinks do in terms of like the Yes, it is groomed, groomed okay. but it's a lake and you can go with everyone of all ages and it's 30 bucks per person for ages 4 and up four and up um kids three and below is free and skate rentals for kids is 10 bucks a kid um and it's just gonna be a fun day with like you know food trucks and did you say broom ball earlier is that like yeah hockey? i i don't exactly know i'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> i i think it's like hockey but i honestly think it's with like brooms um mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a question for our listeners so just a just another close one that's fun for the family and if you if you're not a drinker and you want to do something kind of wholesome on new year's eve this is love it a great a great way to spend your day 
I love it. Okay, what's your last pick? Okay, so my last one, this is this is a very Olivia one. Um a little bit out of left field, <laughs> but you know, That's what I like. we're we're rolling with it. So this this is kind of a tradition for me. So for listeners who don't know, um I in addition to my journalism background, I also happen to have a Latin degree. Um right. kind of kind of <laughs> random. Um, so something I did when I was studying Latin when I was young was we did a celebration of the Roman holiday Saturnalia. And so oh. Saturnalia is the like ancient Roman pagan celebration for the god of agriculture and time, Saturn. And so this this holiday, Romans spent celebrating. So instead of working, they would gamble, sing, play music, feast, socialize, and give each other gifts. So like all the best parts of the holidays was what Saturnalia was to the Romans. And we got a lot of modern holiday traditions from this. So we got like the ideas of like wreaths, candles, feasting, and gift giving all came from this holiday from like, you know, Saturnalia. So um, just like a little bit more history on it. in the late Republic, like 133 through 31 BC, it had expanded to a week-long festival beginning on December 17th. And so like the calendars are a little a little um different from our calendar. Sure. Um sure. but so like that was when the winter solstice was on December 25th. So it's just around basically December 17th, a week. I'm suggesting you spend at least a day celebrating Saturnalia with your friends and family. How are you doing this? Uh, so what I've done in the past is I've celebrated Secret Saturn with my friends and family. This is a great way to connect <laughs> a secret to, Santa? to connect with your friends. If you have like friends of different backgrounds, friends who are not religious, you want to keep it pagan, keep it secular. Secret <laughs> Saturn. So you're going to... Just like your secret Santa or whatever you want to call it, get each other, you know, pull names out of a hat, get different gifts for each other, whoever you pick, and then, you know, make it your own. Go after these these ancient ideas of singing, being festive, playing music, feasting, socializing, and just having a great time and just, you know, enjoying each other's company just in the spirit of history and enjoying that. So that's my that's my bid for Enjoying enjoying a festive day without having to, you know, have any ties to any religion or anything because we're all a part of history. So try it. It's fun. I I have to say when you said you brought up your Latin degree, I was like, oh. Maybe we're gonna go to Latin Mass. Nope, there's nope, the there's opposite. Some Catholic church that <laughs> I know. do Mass in Latin here. My they favorite do. lady of Mount Carmel does it. But they do. This is the sort of the opposite. This is actually the opposite. We're gonna keep it pagan. <laughs> we're gonna keep it pagan. But I just want everyone to have an option to gather with their people and I like it. just celebrate the season. The end of the, the year season. Celebrate yourself. The new beginning. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yes. So that is what Saturnalia is all about. And I think it'll be really fun. So let me know if you if you do it. Let me know. Yeah, if you have any Saturnalia uh, traditions maybe that you've started or something you'd like to add to this new style canon of it, 
you can always give us a call on the DIY Saturnalia hotline, <laughs> 720-500-5418. In general, too, your holiday traditions uh, for the end of the year, the ways that you celebrate the end of this year and the beginning of the next. Um, I love that thought. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more picks for your December. This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board. Because the wine community here is like surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone. And there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade. Hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. This episode is brought to you by the Denver Botanic Gardens. It's time for the 75th annual spring plant sale at the Denver Botanic Gardens. Mark your calendars for Friday and Saturday, May 10th and 11th. Admission is free, but you must register in advance at botanicgardens.org. Registering my husband, Greg, right now for the plants I want him to pick out and plant in our yard for me. <laughs> Shop from 15 different plant divisions, including annuals, houseplants, herbs and veggies, and specialties like aquatics, container garden in a bag, and plants grown right at the gardens. The garden's horticulture staff will be on site to answer any and all plant questions you may have. This sale emphasizes water smart and native plants that are perfect for our semi-arid climate. They'll be great for a beautiful landscape that doesn't require a bunch of water. For more details, registration information, and a catalog of available plants, go to botanicgardens.org. That's botanicgardens.org. And we're back. We're talking about our favorite things, traditions, new and old things to do this December in and around Denver, in the metro area, and even into the mountains. Olivia, you had some great picks. I just, you've given me so many ideas. Well, I'm excited to hear what you've brought to the table, Bray. Let's, let's get it rolling. Uh, my first pick is Saturday Night Lights in Cherry Creek North. It's happening um, Saturday, December 9th. So this coming Saturday, as well as December 16th. It's from 5 to 7 p.m. It's free. It's in Cherry Creek North. They have between first and second on Fillmore is sort of this bricked street. It's like then they they block it off for various events throughout the year. But it's it's just like. It's they have a, a pop up bar, the mistletoe bar, so you can stay warm. But they also have a giant like lit up disco dance floor and they have DJs. They have ballerinas, living statue performers, uh, a 40 foot tunnel of lights, a free photo booth. Ooh. And you get a free keepsake photo. <gasps> you get an actual photo, which is what I love. Complimentary hot chocolate holiday treats. I loved this because, A, I'm going to be at the mall probably anyway. This is just a walk. You can literally cross First Avenue and come right into the Saturday Night Lights event. So we may be at the mall seeing Santa. And then you can come over and kind of just like have a little party. It's it's only from 5 to 7. So it's not before it gets super cold, which I like. Um, and it's just – it's for all ages. It's a – it's a spot. And then you can hang out. They also have a market. So if you want to do some shopping with local artisans here, they have that going on too. And I don't know. This was just like a two birds with one stone for me. I'm already going to be in Cherry Creek. Why not go have a little party outside? That sounds perfect. And like way yeah. to draw people in. 
you know, <sighs> show up for that and then stay for a Santa visit, a hit, yeah. a, hit another bar. It sounds like the perfect, the perfect draw. Totally. There's bars in Cherry Creek. Honestly, I might, we might go to Cherry Cricket after this for yeah. dinner, to be honest <laughs> with you, because we'll be right over there. But um, yeah, I'm super excited. Oh, and I just, I don't know. I love Cherry Creek North, yeah. even though it's changed. It's still, it's still have fond memories of Sounds it Sounds super me. festive. So, love it. Yeah. Um, my next one, I think you're super going to be into. <laughs> uh, aura readings at Terra Apothecary. <gasps> with Ignite Your Aura. So Aura Photography, this is how they explain it on the website. I've had these photographs done before myself when I was in the new age capital of the known universe, also a portal, Sedona, Arizona. So if you haven't been there, Olivia, I think you would really like it. That's a a separate road trip. (laughs) I haven't really spent time in Arizona, so. Oh, the the Southwest. Well, I'll give you some. (laughs) Okay. okay. um, So this one is happening at Terra Apothecary, which is on South, South Broadway. And Aura Photography utilizes our bioelectric feedback to measure and interpret our energetic bodies. It offers new perspective on our current world, the inner work we have been cultivating, and new directions to explore. So not only do you get your uh, aura photograph taken by this um, woman who goes by Ignite Your Aura, she does a little intuitive reading of it and interprets the colors for you. Oh, my God. This is so cool. I know. This is like one of those things. I'm really a New Year's person. I really love to, like, get a nice journal start ne- not necessarily with resolutions but just like thoughts for the next year and this is I, I do like I'll do a tarot reading with my friend or you know I have a lot of like traditions that I like to do around the new year and I think this would be one I'd like to do is get my aura read before the beginning oh of the my God. new year it sounds perfect I mean you mentioned you mentioned the journal every time I start a new endeavor in anything I I have the extreme need to start a new journal i'm like oh right new new anything new journal and i love the same way i my friend erica does a tarot reading for me like every time i see her just anything will be that's a good i'll be saying something and she'll be like well let's pull cards like let's see so i could totally see taking her to this and doing that together so what are what are the dates that this is running so it's uh the 29th and the 30th so it's Right at the end of the year. It's right before New Year's. Um, and you do, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes, but you do need to make, you need to re- reserve your okay. spot because it's it's one woman. So you only have a certain amount right. of spots per day. But um, it's a Terra Apothecary. Again, also a store you're going to love. Yes. They've got, uh, you know, sage bundles, different teas. They're, they have all these uh, tinctures. They can make teas for you. And they have a lot of cool, honestly, I got a really nice greeting card the other day. It's one of those stores where you can get a solid card. So yeah, so we'll put a link in the show notes because you want to make sure you get a reservation and um, how much I can't remember how much it is, but you can sign up and you get to take your you get to take your photograph home and have a little thought for the new year. What a great way to start the year! Love it totally. Um, My last pick is for kids. This is something that I've written about a lot in the past as an arts reporter. Like every year, this happens, and I've not had a reason to go because I didn't have a kid. And then he he's like two and a half. This is the perfect age where he's like really cognizant of what's going on. So it's called Noon Year's Eve. It's December 31st from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's at the Children's Museum. And it's basically a New Year's Eve party for kids during the day. This is the cutest thing. They have a ball drop every hour. Aww. So it doesn't matter what time you get there. Your kid can still experience like the countdown. 
which I love. That's smart. They need to do that for adults. I swear every year I miss the ball drop because I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just talking. I'm just messing around with my friends and we're like, oh crap, we missed it. It's like, I swear every year we miss it. We're like, oh dang it. We missed it again. Or it'll be like an hour after midnight. Like, crap, we missed it. So I know. So you could, this is, let's float this idea for everyone. Take it from More the ball drops. Museum. Like, Lots of ball drops. I I love it. That's also so fun. I think it's great to have a way to get the kids in on the fun and especially yeah have it have it early. So then you know they're not starting the new year off just super grouchy by staying well, up. Late. Most kids are not like my child who will be up till one a.m. Your baby stays up late, but I was he's on a you know he's a musician schedule. But I think the other thing that's cool about this is so they have the. The ball drop every hour. They have a live DJ. They have <gasps> snacks. And then they open up this um, special outdoor arena sort of thing that they do at the Children's Museum throughout the winter season. And it's called Snow Days. So they have a sledding hill with real snow. But they also have an outdoor sock skating rink. So you wear like slippery booties and you skate on like a slick surface. So anybody can do it because you're not balancing on skates, but you're still getting to like skate around. <sighs> This, I was like, this is dang, I want to come. Idea. This is fun. I know. Dang, I I'm going to like put my cat in like some shoes and like little <laughs> jeans. They're like, oh no, this is my son. <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, yeah, he just doesn't talk yet. It's fine. He's, He's in it. You could just, oh my God, just put your cat in a stroller. People do that all the time. Be like, he doesn't want to get out. He's shy. Anyway, I'm going to go skating. Bye. <laughs> taking a nap. Well, your cat might like, they have an ice house with a, a, a quote, fishing hole. Oh, so yes. Maybe he'd be into that. He would totally be into that. Tickets start at 16 bucks. Again, this is this is New Year's Eve day from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Children's Museum. Um, the doors open at nine. And I would just say from past experience, Children's Museum is banging off the hook busy. Get there at 9 a.m. Okay. I would I would get there as soon as so possible. So I should cause... I should camp out. You should. <laughs> okay, i'll I'll get the I'll get the tent set up. Me and the cats just camp out with your cat. Me and the cats will just we'll start a little fire in front of them. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, I think we came up with a good diverse array of things to do. Whether you're a Christmas person, a holiday person, a winter person, a winter mountains person, a Saturnalia person. Yes. So many you options. There's an you. option for everyone here. So don't don't say you don't know what to do this winter because we just gave you six things to do. <laughs> we got you covered. We got you covered. Well, Olivia, thanks for joining me. This is really fun. Yes. Thank you as always. And finally, a correction to something we talked about on yesterday's episode. We were talking about RTD's final report from the two-year Zero Fare for Better Air project, but we got one of our calculations wrong. The free fare period did not lead to a 10% reduction in daily driving, as we thought the report was saying. Instead, it's more like an estimated 0.17%. We'll put a link to learn more in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell Santa Claus about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. You're like, please tell me more about your personal digestive issues.